All right. Well, uh, hey, I guess we're back here, Joshy Rooney. Joshy Rooney, what the hell is that? I, I don't know. That's what my kids call you is Joshy. Joshy? <laughs> That's actually kind of fun. <laughs> they call you Joshy. Well, I love oh. it that we're doing this gizmo thing, and we were, we were making sure we had everything set up, and your, your son came in the room, and I had some fun with that. <laughs> yeah, you told him you were Jesus. I was Jesus. <laughs> and he's like, you're not Jesus. <laughs> yes, I am. It's a little different doing the show this way, so <clears throat> we'll see if we like it. I don't know. I, well, I kind of it, like It's nice because I don't have to look at you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I could see that. I, I, but I still am forced with, you know, to hear you. So, <laughs> you son of a biatch. The, you know. No. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're gonna get rolling here and talk about the best thing that's happened to us since we started. Yeah, very much the best thing. Well, I mean, I it's not it's, even it's not even the second best, the third best. This is number one. Well, it's really it's really about the fact that it's a sexy thing. It's kind of a sexy thing that happened to us. I, I, sexy? I, How are you getting sexy out of this? Well, I just feel sexy. I feel I feel sexy. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's something about this announcement that makes me feel sexy. Wow, that that actually surprises me. I'm well, actually curious to find out how this makes you feel sexy. Well, I'll tell you in just a second. But okay. we are finally on iTunes. Yay. Holy crap. Holy, oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yay. We're so excited. We went to uh, the Podcast Expo last week and had a little chat with Dave at Libsyn. Crazy Dave. Crazy and, Dave. And um, uh, he helped us out, and, and I emailed him, and within two days, boom, we're on iTunes. And wow. I just thought, hey, I'll just see what happens. I typed in our name, and here's why it made me feel sexy. Because okay. <laughs> I, I typed in my name, I typed in not my name, but the name of the show into iTunes, and there we were. It was wow. just, to me, it was like I felt, I felt sexy. I felt like, wow, we've, we're, we're on iTunes. And, and I'm an Apple guy from way back. I've been doing Macs forever. I've been an iTunes fan forever, and we're on iTunes. So it's probably nothing to really get excited about except for the fact that it's nice to be able to say, hey, just check us out on iTunes. Uh, are you touching your nipples right now? <laughs> I always touch my nipples during the show, Josh. You know that. <laughs> totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> what are you wow. doing? You, I know you, you. What you were you were thinking? Maybe since I'm not, since you're not here, I, I may not be touching my nipples. <laughs> no, I I was just wondering. Just wondering. I, I wonder. I wonder if we should actually, you know, let people know we're not in the same room because they probably wouldn't know otherwise. Oh, I bet you they know. Yeah, but you know that's like the Kevin and Bean show. You know, here in local Southern California, like doesn't one of them live somewhere like on the East Coast? Yeah, actually, no, 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 in uh, Washington State, like in Seattle, I believe. And they've been doing that radio show for years that way. Yeah, which I thought was kind of weird. So. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the big announcement for this week. We're glad we're on iTunes. Thanks to David Libson for making me feel sexy. And now, uh, Josh, just give us an update on Church Detox. I know you've kind of been posting, and, and Matt, I mean, that's like just rocking my world because I don't have to post anymore. Josh is taking over. So if you oh, want yeah. to go to the stupidchurchpeople.com <laughs> website, go to Josh's blog because that's really where all the action is. Look at you pimping that out. Thank you. You bet. So, so, dude, no, you've been writing some good stuff, and you've had a couple of posts this last week about your church detox. Tell us what's going on. You, you, you seem like you're in a good spirits, and that's cool. You know, the funny thing is, is that I've been out of the church for about a week and a half now, and yeah. it just feels so good. 
Like, hey. like that. <laughs> why? Why? TBS, why? Why does it feel so good? <laughs> it feels so good because, I well, I don't know why. It's just amazing to walk away from that and physically feel better. Not just emotionally yeah. or anything. I mean, I physically am feeling better. And so just physically, it's almost like, you feel what revitalized, refreshed. I mean, oh, is it just that it. you feel like a weight off your shoulder? Do you think that's stress? I mean, that's got to be stress. It has to be. I'm just hoping I lose some weight from this. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's ridiculous how how good I feel right now. Yeah. I mean, it you, just it it, cre- it makes life just feel great. I'm yeah. loving it. Even though you know, I I started a new job, a new career. A new industry, and you know it's difficult because there's so much to learn. You know, it's sales, so there's lots of expectations. But yeah. I'm going for it. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's. I mean, more than just my 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 physical, um, how I feel physically different and better. Right. I mean, emotionally, everything across the board. I mean, a week and a half into it, I'm just feeling. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, and I told you today, it feels or it seems like you feel better. You know, yeah. it it seems like you just you just feel better about about yourself. You know, yeah, you and I definitely that. do. Yeah, and I and I can do. tell in your attitude, and I think a lot of it has to do, like we said, you got a job, you know, and that that makes you feel good. Yeah, and then um, and then you got you know you got the other you got the other thing going on, which is church detox. So tell us a little bit about. Um, what you've been writing about or what you've been thinking about church detox. Like, like tell us, uh, you, you had a dream the other night, huh? Well, yeah, that, that had to be the weirdest thing. So Saturday night comes around, and that Sunday morning was going to be my first Sunday morning away from church. Right. And that I wasn't going to have to wake up. So, I mean, I, I made effort not, not to um, set the alarm or anything. I ended up okay. sleeping in until like 10 o'clock. It was wow. amazing. Yeah. Um, but that Saturday night, I had a dream that I actually woke up <laughs> Sunday morning and went to church hmm. and that people were doing some of the jobs that I, I was usually, um, in, in charge, charge of, of yeah. like PowerPoint. And I saw mm-hmm. them trying to piece everything together and they were, they were just messing it up. They couldn't get it. <laughs> they couldn't get it right. And yeah. then, as I see that, them piecing it together, they can't get it right. I'm thinking, you know, I'm a nice guy. I'm getting up to go help them. And then right. in my dream, I had this, this like, uh, like a snap. Like, all of a sudden, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not supposed to be here. Hmm. I'm not, uh, wait, I, I'm supposed to not go to church anymore. I, I'm on a church detox. De- I don't work here anymore. There's no reason for me to be here. And I actually woke up, like, right then. And, yeah. I mean, I was kind of sweating and everything. And I, <laughs> I just, I like, it was weird to me. I'm like, You're having the shakes. You were like, oh, man, having the well, shakes, no, man. Well, no, it's funny. Because I, I kind of started this church detox <laughs> as kind of like a funny way of saying, huh, yeah, leaving the church, need to get help, yeah. But then I start, you know, churchaholics, whatever. And then after this dream, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I yeah. am addicted to this. You know, I do have a problem with this. And I, oh, it, it it just makes me get more and more amped and more excited about this church detox because that scared the crap out of me. Yeah, I think it's just so important, you know, 
for us, especially those of us that have been going to church for a long time or been on staff for a long time. And even if you are on staff, you know, I, I think those vacations that you're supposed to take each year, that you don't take them on Sundays so you don't miss a Sunday. I remember that was one of my senior pastors I used to f- work for prided himself on never missing a Sunday. So he would take his vacations in between, you know, uh-huh. during the week and stuff. And that was his big deal, never to miss a Sunday. And he, he used to brag that he hadn't missed a Sunday in X amount of years. And, and that's just, to me, unhealthy. You know, I, I think it's very important, whether you're in ministry or, or just a church attender or whatever, to take a break from church from time to time. And I used to not think that way. I used to think, you know, I grew up in a, in a time where even if you were out of town on vacation, you'd go find a local church to worship at. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, there, there's nothing wrong even if you're a regular church guy and, and you're listening to the show for the first time, we're not saying everybody leave the church and walk out the doors. You know, I mean, we've said that, actually. I guess I have said that. But, <laughs> I mean, more importantly, I think it's good to take a break, you know, yeah. and, 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 and just, you know, just take a vacation from church once in a while and walk away from it for a few weeks or a couple weeks or whatever. But what Josh is talking about actually doing is just stepping away and cleansing his system, you know, kind of like a... A church fast. Yeah, I, I, just, I just don't want to be dependent. I don't want to be yeah. dependent on the church anymore. And, you know, I know there's other people out there that are going to say, but it's good to be dependent on followers of Christ, other followers of Christ who are in the same situation as you. No, you, all those people weren't in the same situation as me because I wasn't right. buying into it anymore. Right. So yeah. I, I So I am getting people who understand me around me right now. And then, yeah. you know, we've got that online right now. Yeah, I, exactly. I have found, I've met some new friends that are awesome. I mean, Zeke, I, I'm, I'm able to talk about him a little more because we've met him face to face. You know, we're, we're going to continue to meet him face to face. So it isn't like this, this digital lifestyle, you know, that we're never going to meet each other. No. Right. You know, and you know what the funny thing is? I didn't. Tell, I, I haven't even told you about another dream I had. Uh oh. <laughs> is it about? Is it no, that kind of dream? No, you were closed. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, you had clothes on the, this, yeah, time. Yeah. this time. This time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the last three dreams you had. <laughs> yeah. Kinda, ooh, yeah. Scared me. Where you were hung like a cashew, short and curled. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I had a dream last night, and it was that both the Marshall brothers came down to see us. Hmm. I mean, and that that was the whole dream. Yeah. It was just, hey, it's the Marshall Brothers and some other guy that I don't know. <laughs> some other guy that you <laughs> don't even know. Like, you know how dreams are just weird sometimes, most of the time? <laughs> and it, you know, I had the Marshall Brothers, but then I had some other guys, some random guys show up. And, I'm, and it, you know what? The funny thing, I think it was at your house. And huh. I was waking up at your house. Oh, never mind. I was going to say that's weird, but then I remembered a couple nights ago. Yeah. I was like, where yeah. am I? Oh, I'm in bed with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes reality and, and uh, you know, dream fantasy kind of blends together. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so but, but, but the point we were making is that, or you were making, and it's so true, is that this, you know, I tried to deny this whole virtual relationships that we're making with so many people through the web. And actually, I've kind of gone silent for the last couple of weeks on the blogs. I mean, I've said a few things, whatever. But, um, you know, and with Gizmo, we've been able to have some conversations with people that we normally weren't able to have. And I, I just, I, I'm really touched, you know, and uh, by these people. I mean, they, they've, 
a lot of these people don't realize it, and it's kind of maybe dramatic to say it this way, but in many ways, and, and I know Dorsey said the same type of thing, and, and now you're saying it, and I'm saying it. It's like these these relationships have almost saved my life, you know, in oh, many yeah. ways. Uh, because of what I've personally been going through, what you've personally been going through with, with some different situations, um, you know, this outlet, this outlet of, of being able to share our lives. And, and then, um, you know, maybe, maybe that's the way the church is supposed to be in flesh and blood in my community. But, you know, whatever reason, maybe it's me, and I'll take the blame if it is me. Uh, it could be, possibly you know, and, me. And the scary thing to me is that there's these people online. We don't really know who these people are, who we converse with, we talk with, we exchange ideas with. I, I feel like they actually care more about me than I've gotten in local churches. Yeah, yeah, I'm sometimes. Sorry. You, you know, because uh, yeah, I cause I just don't think it's as fake as what I get at the churches, where people uh, think people are friends when it's like, no, you're just we go to the same church. Eric, Eric from um, etc. And I have have been you know kind of talking, and and he calls me you know about once a week, or I call him. And it's kind of been weird because we both, it's it's kind of like, a, you know, you hear about online dating. And oh, it's kind of that. stalker. It, well, you kind of, he kind of, he said to me, he goes, I called you and you <laughs> didn't call me back, but I'm Uh-oh. calling you again. He goes, you, I'm calling you again, but I'm not supposed, I don't know if I'm supposed to. And I kind of feel like a weird kind of stalker, but. I just want you to know I was thinking about you. And, oh, that even sounds weird to say I was thinking about you. <laughs> you know. Whoa, <laughs> hey, Eric, what's up, buddy? You know, but it's 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 nice, and we Steve's talked on the mine. phone. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked on the phone the other night. It was both like, and his wife walked by Paisley. Uh, she walked by, and she goes, she goes, Eric. Sell minutes, sell minutes, you know, and he's going, nope, he's in my singular network. So, <laughs> so oh, we, were talking, we were talking, about, we talked for like an hour and a half and, and just dreamed about some of the things we wanted church to become and, and talked about our personal lives and, and kind of where our families are at. And it was just great. I mean, you know, I think that, um, that this type of community is kind of one of the things that Barna talks about in his book, Revolution, you know, that's just come out. Um, yeah. uh, I think Zeke can kind of turned you on to that and was telling you about this book and yeah. to get it, but you told him, you know, I don't read. So, um, <laughs> I do never... if it's totally worth my while. I mean, it needs to be like, Josh, this is going to change your life. And big pictures, lots of pictures. Yeah, plenty of pictures and cartoons. <laughs> exactly, and Josh is there. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I'm not a I'm not a huge avid reader, but I'm like you, you know, if it's a, if it's good. And so this one, I went online and kind of did a little research and found found an article that talks about it on Barna's web, website 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 uh, Rutro. Uh, and so I was looking at at some of the things it said, and it just really it really got to me. You know, I was I was thinking about. Um, the basis of this article is that there is a rapid increase in alternative forms of the church, and they're changing the way the church and the religious, uh, you know, uh, landscape of our, of our culture. And there are new ways of experiencing and expressing faith. And and some of these that are happening right now that Barna found out in his research are house churches, marketplace ministries, which is defined like you know. Um, uh, Bible studies or groups at your work or uh, maybe outside your work, uh, like, uh, oh, I don't know, exercise groups or classes, you know, those type of things, uh, things you have in common with other people. And then cyber churches are becoming the norm for, for many people. And uh, he quotes some statistics here, and he says that 
that based on a regular series of national surveys conducted by the Barnard Research Group, they discovered that discontent with congregational churches, changes in lifestyles, and a burgeoning desire to get closer to God have caused many people to seek new ways of being in relationship with God and other God-seeking people. And man, is that not powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. a discontent with congregational churches, changes in lifestyles. And, and, you know, what I think is interesting is that we state those things to people that are in the church, and, and I've been in the church, and I look at that and I go, well, we just need to find new ways within the church to meet these people's needs. Yeah. And, and I need to, uh, or we kind of discredit that and say, well, it, the problem is the people. The, uh-huh. the problem is the people. They need to change their lifestyles to revolve around the church. And um, it's just not that way anymore, churches. It's just not that way anymore, it's not. It's like saying uh, a new way that, uh, wait, what was the last thing you just said? Something about um, changing your lifestyle to revolve around the church? That's, that's what pastors want. They want you yeah. to go, you know what? Your kids have soccer games on the weekend. Um, you know what? You need to dump your kids' soccer games. Your kids don't need to be involved in so many sports. Okay, look, bottom line, it's freaking uh, change your lifestyle to revolve around a broken system, okay? That's it, dude. The system is broken, and it's not going to work anymore. And and, and and the world has changed. The world is going to continue to change, and it's not going to get any better. And the best part about how the world is changing is that the world is getting smaller. Like right now, you know, I can look on Gizmo and see 20 people on my Gizmo list, some of them overseas in the world that I can... Shit, I think I got like... Wait, let me count. Damn it. (laughs) I'm beating you, man. Five. Just a second. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Ten. I got 15. 13, 14, 17, sorry. Okay. Damn it, dude. 17? Yeah, I'm counting, okay. par- I'm counting party line, and I'm counting tell a friend. <laughs> oh, I don't have that. 15, 15, you little bitch. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> oh, you little fucker. I got the same message. Hey, hey, hey. You. hey, now. hey, hey. Now. Oh, I'm supposed to not stop you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> You're free, Josh. <laughs> Josh, dude, you're, there's there's no paychecks that's gonna leave my way because of what I say, you assholes. It's it's Keith and the girl, Steve, <laughs> it's stupid church people. Oh, so fuck I'm, you. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's my thing. I'm so liberated right now, man, and it's the freedom to know that you know what my name has been out there since we've come out or when the podcast started in April. Uh, just look. I've pl- plastered my name on this the whole time, saying, I'm Josh Sager. I live right. in Southern California. Right. Dude, and this is me. I'm not right. hiding behind any title or any anything. This is me. You know what? Now I can speak freely. You know, if I cuss and it bugs you, you know who you hate now. You hate Josh Sager. That's fine with me. But just right. know that I am being as transparent as possible. Maybe it's the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Probably, <laughs> but you know yeah. what? I think that there needs to be some radical change. There needs and, to be people like it, you and me saying, "F it, I'm just going to open myself like up like a book." Bottom right. line, what's the worst thing that happens? You can't take my my job away from me. I don't even work within the church now. You know what you can take away from me? Your respect for me. Go ahead. 
Well, and it's one of the things I wrote, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I'm getting passionate, Steve. That's beautiful, baby. I'm not stopping you. I'm Crap, saying. I'm getting, okay, go ahead. I'm Talk about what Steve wrote, you little oh, bitch. You know what? You know, no, no. <laughs> it feeds into what you wrote. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm saying. joking. No, I'm being funny. That? Well, or funny to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it it feeds into the whole thing about people. You know what I said on on this on my blog, my personal blog over there, where I was talking about people who don't understand rebellion don't understand pain. You know, if you resist the system that caused you pain, whether it be an abusive parent or an abusive church system, you're mm-hmm. finally acting honorably. You're finally acting with dignity. You're finally labeling it and going, listen, those people hurt me, or that system hurt me. And, and people that say a church system cannot hurt people, are, you oh. know, they're crazy. A system can hurt people. Think about, let's, let's look at a system that hurt people. It's called, hmm, what was that called? Um, oh, well, yeah, that's called, you know, apartheid. Apartheid hurts people. It was a system, a government system that was put in place that hurt lots of people. Churches yeah, hurt dude, I don't know what that was. What was that? What, apartheid? Yeah, yeah. Apartheid was the system in South Africa that kept the, the blacks, you know, under the... Oh, uh, okay, yeah, the yeah. White, white people. And uh, that was going on for years and years and years, you know. And, 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 and I mean, I was going to say, I was going to say Nazism. Okay. You know, then I, I, I didn't want to pull the Hitler card. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's funny. The you Hitler know? card. <laughs> I didn't want to pull the Hitler card because I don't want to relate the church to Hitler. You know, uh, well, relate, well, some of them. I don't, I don't want to, but I don't want to relate the church to, to racism either. But there is, there is a, an oppression that happens in the church that, that kind of keeps people's mouths shut, that keeps us in this good boy circle, that makes sure we don't cause waves. And, and to me, as long as we're being rebellious with dignity and honor and we're being honest and we're not necessarily just slashing and slicing and dicing individuals, and we are not doing that, as long as we're being rebellious in a, in a constructive manner, I don't have a problem with it and I think we're doing the right thing. And, and your passion is finally coming through and you don't care what people say. And part of our passion is about what we were talking about with Barna. Yeah. And that's this whole idea of that we're seeking new ways of being in relationship with God and with other God-seeking people that don't fit into a congregational form and a, and a congregational format. And um, I, I'm really excited about it because the world is getting smaller, Josh. I mean, it's not getting, it's not getting, any, it's not getting bigger. I mean, think about it. You know, yeah, we were talking about our that's list. That's impossible. I mean, you get. Uh, that's true. It is impossible. Yeah, it huh? is, jackass. It's not getting bigger. It's getting yeah. smaller. Okay, uh, you, but you know what I say. I mean, I what I mean it. is, I, I is, totally understand. So, you know, a bomb goes off in Iraq, and we actually see it. Right. We see it that day. Real time. Real yeah. time. And 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 Dorsey from Jersey can call us as we're sitting around a table, and we can put him on speakerphone and chat. Now that's you're right. That is not face-to-face communication. However, but, but there's it is communication still something there exactly, and and it is it is community, and mm-hmm. my spirit resonates with his spirit, and that's what counts. Um, yeah. it says that that um, a lot of people, nine percent of all adults, participated in a house church in their latest survey, and twenty-two percent participated in encounters in uh, the marketplace, for example, their work or play or other other typical daily context. And then that the Internet serves as the foundation for um, interactive faith experiences for more than one out of every 10 adults. So 10% of people are interacting right now in an Internet type of faith experience. 
although most of them currently use it in tandem with another form. And, and I agree with that. I mean, uh-huh. this Internet shouldn't be the only thing we do. Exactly. Uh, and that's what we're saying. So you know, there's and, some and, valid- validity, whoa, to what we're doing. And Right. And so, for example, quick plug, you know, now I sound like a pastor, but we're doing something like Taco Tuesday on the 29th of next week, where we're inviting Oh my everybody. gosh, you're t- this sounds like a freaking Sunday morning. Yeah, I'm sorry, but but, <laughs> but it's here on my screen, and I don't want to forget to mention it. Uh, well, it is good, because I think it's a good idea, because we're not just saying come out to ours. We're saying do it. Get together with people wherever you are, and it doesn't even have to be people that listen to the show. Exactly. I mean, just go grab somebody and say, hey, let's go talk about the church, or let's go talk well, about God, no, no, or let's no. go talk no, about whatever. No agenda. No, you don't have to have an agenda. Yeah, no, no, you're right. No, no, you're right. No, no. no, you don't. No, you're no agenda. Just get together. That's Just true. And talk about your lives. People. Talk, talk about, your about lives. the. Yes, exactly, Steve. See, every now and then I have to whip them into shape. That's right. Don't talk about the church. Talk about your <laughs> lives. <laughs> I, I mean, really, we can't always just talk about oh, church, 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 church. Because if we keep doing no, that, we're, right. always, we're always just going to be bitter, always bitter, bitching. bitter. Because yeah. it's like we know it. We know it's a broken system. So let's we're, talk about our lives. So if we were to actually talk about each other's lives and just, you know, generally care. I mean, I actually really care about Zeke and Mrs. Zeke's life to the point where, dude, that's church. And, I, and you just, know, I when I see Zeke online, I type in, and it's typically, hey, how's your mom doing today? You know, because I know yeah. his mom is sick. or And, you know, we, we talk about that a little bit. Or he says, hey, so how are you and the family doing? You know, and we're starting to have those personal communications rather than just, hey, so how does your church piss you off today? Yeah, you know? exactly. It's not just a bitch fest. It's not about that at all. It's transferring it into getting to know your life. Exactly. You know? and, and for me to be able to know, you know, hey, this is what this guy is dealing with. He's yeah. not just dealing with church issues. He's dealing with life issues. And that's where the connectedness happens. Um, th- there's, a, there's another quote in here by Barna that says, in their minds, um, th- these people, um, uh, in, in, let's see, it says, oh, here it is. For most people, um, they have an interest you know, in the congregation, but mainly it's because the connection that they maintain is to satisfy the needs of a family member. So, you know, they, the, most of the people that say they're involved in the, uh, the Internet churches, for example, uh-huh. stay connected with the church because a family member wants them to for some reason. But in their minds, it says, and certainly in terms of where they invest their mind, heart, and resources, it's the alternative church that emerges as their dominant form. And, man, that's just, like, exciting, you know. Um, and it says they also, it also confirmed, the research also confirmed that a substantial portion of those who turn to alternative forms of church participate in two or more of those forms. Huh. So I, I guess what that means is, like, if you're, I don't know, on a message board or on a blog uh, or a podcast um, or even just, I, I'm not sure what, but different forms. Well, and what I'm, I'm kind of starting I'm starting to hit a wall with as I'm leaving the church is that people, uh, one of the things that I've been really worried about is that, you know, people are going to, from the church, from within a church structure, I've even already had my best friend, which he'll probably laugh because he listens to this, um, from another church, he he's already invited me back. Huh. Yeah. And, and it was funny though, because I called him on it and he was like, dude, I am so sorry. Like, I, I should have thought that through. Because um, I just told him, like, you know what? 
thank you for the invite, but man, I need I just need some time. I need some yeah. time away. And and it was cool to see, you know, my best friend totally respect that. Um but one of the drawbacks I'm getting is like, dude, there's like this wall of like, you're leaving us. Yeah. You can't be right. This you're, you you're sick. You, you are need now to get out of you are now out of fellowship. Oh, and that's so effing ridiculous, and I get so pissed because I mean, my question to every church in America, not the one I came from, okay, effers, dude, <laughs> freaking. Shut up, dude. I'm trying to censor myself. Okay? Is that why the F should I go to your church? What makes your church better than A church, B church, C church? Who the F cares? Fers? It's so freaking gay that all of a sudden I need to pour into that group of people. Why? You know, or when you're in that church, that you should be forced into a small group of people because you're supposed to be in small groups. What the what the hell am I supposed to do if I don't see eye to eye with the people that you wanted me to be in a small group with? Oh, is that my personal life bleeding through? Hell yeah, it is. You know, and I and to this day I've never named names, I've never named church names, but I'm just saying church. You can take it. However you want to take it. I'm effing done. <laughs> I am so done. And, I, you know, I can laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh about this because it's so ridiculous. The expectations or or I should say the non-expectations that they put on our shoulders that we're just, oh, no, no, we, we don't expect that. Fuck yeah, you do. <laughs> so sick and tired. And th- this is this is my question because a lot of people, you know, have asked, well, why, why are you leaving? Uh, but can't we do this now? It's like you're missing the effing point. I'm gone. I'm done. You know, and I'll even go this far. I really don't care anymore. Mm. You know, I do actually care about people, but it's like I just don't care about the system anymore. I'm so done. Mm. Mm. Was that good, Steve? <laughs> Did I bleed through a little? <sighs> oh my gosh, that's like freaking top ten right there, Josh Sager moment. Uh, <laughs> I'll keep going. I I could go on and on and on, but you know we have plenty of podcasts to do. I have plenty of blogging to do, but I'm sick and tired of freaking trying to figure out how many people we can get there on a Sunday morning by showing of uh, or just having a certain event that we provide or, or some stupid ass effing Sunday that, you know, it's all about, <laughs> hey, make sure you bring friends. Make sure you invite your neighbors. I'm done with that. Why? Why here? Why can't I invite my friend over to my house and get a six-pack of beer and say, dude, let's freaking hang. I want to know about you. I'll go over to, dude, there's a little bar that I've no way to go to, the Iron Mule. Never gone there. It's a freaking dive bar, but I'm thinking perfect place to bring a couple guys. Crap. Dude, how hard does this have to be? Why do why does do these things need to be morphed and twisted into some spiritual oh the Lord, oh you should bring your friends here so we can t- point them to the Lord. Fuck no. <laughs> sick of that, dude. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> oh, God. 
Dude, you, all right? you know what the coolest thing is? <laughs> Are you okay? Is that I'm totally okay saying that right now. No, I'm just making sure you're all right. Okay, I'm <laughs> fine. You know, the funny <sighs> thing is, is, is this is... <laughs> this, this is... This is just a preview of what's to come. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, and it, it, I could go on and on. But it's just like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous to me. And I, I'm so over this whole system of American... T- okay, well, I'm done. <clears throat> Steve. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to be done. I'm all right. Oh, dude. I just was enjoying it. You know, you, you have to start asking yourself, is this, is this good show? Is this good podcasting? or Or am I just... Wasted tape. I, I no. I like, I think. Um, uh, think well, the funny thing is, I'm totally speaking at, from the heart. I'm I, not just I, going I, off the top. I, I'm. We're making. He's making me laugh because he's laughing so much. Well, no. But it's I'm funny. Just, it's, it's. I'm me. sorry to laugh. It's just here. Here's why I laugh is okay. because it's like, you know, 29 podcasts. Uh huh. And, and Josh has probably just said more in the last 10 minutes than he said in 29 of them combined. Because I was paid no, by I'm the just, effing church. I, I know that, Josh. I know. I'm not, I know you're not. Hey, dude, calm down. Okay, don't okay. come over and shoot Dang. me. <laughs> I know. I'm going to be driving over there. F this freaking gizmo crap. No, like, no. Steve, I'm coming over right now, you little bitch. Put your shorts back on. <laughs> Oh, dude, I just get so frustrated because I know that I I know, dude, and this is this is scary to me that yeah. me leaving the church, uh huh, the church that I was in, yeah, believes that I am sick and needy and that I'm going to get fixed right now, or they hope for me to get mm. fixed, or yeah. that I wasn't a good fit, or that I couldn't. Manage and I couldn't do the job. I well, wasn't know, spiritual enough, or what? I, I mean, you know, we as we as we as a people, and not just church, but I, I think the church is guilty of it more than anybody. You know, but we do like to fix people. We we do like to we do like to fix people that we feel are not normal. You know, and and so whatever your what norm the hell is, is normal. That's what I mean. What I'm saying is, right, exactly. So whatever the norm is in my, in my worldview, so I have, uh, I'm married and I have uh, married to, a, you know, somebody, I have two kids and we have a dog and a fence and we go to church on Sundays. That's kind of the way I view the world. So if anybody that falls outside of that, the divorcee next door or the gay couple down the street, you know, whatever it is, we tend to look at them and go, hmm, they're not normal. I need to help fix them. You know, the religious scientist down the street, we need to fix him. You know, we need to fix people that aren't like us to be like us. So then why? Because that makes me feel comfortable. And, and, um, you know, I I do think that there is right and wrong in the world. I'm not a moral relativist. I'm just saying, though, that it doesn't mean we walk around and try to fix everybody, including people that just say, you know what, right now I'm taking a break from church or I don't want to go to church. And and why do people insist on – and I'm glad that they do. I mean, I just had one of the guys from the church the other day, one of the guys I really like. Um, And I like a lot of the guys at the church, but one of them um, called, not the pastor of the church, but another guy in the church called and said, hey, so when am I going to see your face around the church again? And I go, man, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? I I said, you know, I guess the question is, why do I need to come uh, to the church from 9 to 10 in the morning. What what does that make a difference? Because there's you a know? sales quota. And, and but you no, know but, what? By you but showing you know what up, his, that would be big success in many people's his, eyes. His response, his response was the best. He said, because I enjoyed talking football with you, and that was one of the few times we got together during the month. You know, and that is, uh, I can't argue with that. That is a and, great and response. His response was, That's you know it. what? 
We talk about football before we go into the service, and I enjoy doing that with you. Let's stay and, outside and th- of the service the whole, the whole but morning, you know what? then. You know what? And we did sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we'd run over to his house and, and uh, watch the games on DirecTV. But oh, my that's, point is... <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> freaking <laughs> T-boning it. You're freaking pausing that crap. But my point is, that right there almost made me want to go this Sunday. Because I know that that was about a real relationship. That was about more than just getting me to sit in that row of chairs yeah. and see the show. Okay, and, bottom and, line. And I, I enjoy that relationship with that individual, you know, oh. and that's what made me want to go back. Just like I enjoy going to Carmel's with you on Sunday mornings. Yep. Just like I enjoy having lunch with my friends and family, you know, after church. Those are the things that make me, um, you know, want to be a part of a faith community. Okay, so bottom line, before before I mean, this is already going to be a long podcast, but uh, I just want to sum it up um, with something we've talked about. But basically, that the church needs guys like us. Oh yeah. Bottom line, not not to freaking fluff our pillows or make us some big people, but the church needs people like us. Yeah, oh, more like you probably than me. But. <laughs> no, no, you know it. It needs it needs all of us, and, and it needs those of us. It, it's kind of frustrating because what the what the the church as it is right now needs is us. It needs the people that are out there talking it up, like we've talked about in our in in our little circle. And but don't just more... think outside of the box, but think without a box. Yeah, That's the box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that means that's like a porn film I saw. Oh once. my gosh, really? <laughs> that's actually it's not even bestiality. It's freaking freaking sex with uh sup- shipping supplies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a whole nother genre. F the so, box. <laughs> the Xbox. Um, no, <laughs> three sixty came out. Three sixty. Anyway, um, no, it's. I think what I'm. What we were trying to say is that people out. People within the church don't understand that there's a whole. Well, some people don't understand there's a whole group out here. And and I talked to this lady this week who's going through some frustrations in her church. And and I told her I said right now you're just totally passionate about. You're so frustrated about your church. I said don't worry. You know, start writing out your thoughts. Start writing out the things that bug you and, and come with us because there's a whole bunch of people out here oh, yeah. ready to welcome you with open arms and, and to be your family. And it, and it almost sounded a little cultish. You know, I found myself going, dude, this is a little cultish. But, but here's where... There you go, Steve, going down the path of destruction. Exactly. But let me read this quote from Barna, and it'll summarize why we say the church needs guys like us. It says this, that that the, there's an emerging population of people who want more of God in their life and have had to leave a congregational form of the local church to satisfy that need. Terming these individuals revolutionaries who are intent upon being the church rather than merely, merely going to church, the Barna Group stated that the magnitude of this movement into new forms of religious community will reshape the religious world within the next two decades. Oh, so you're telling me, Steve, that we're actually on to something here. Maybe. Maybe Sons we have something. I am so frustrated today, dude. <laughs> maybe, maybe, just maybe. Just maybe. We're on to something. Oh, my gosh. So listen up, people, because guess what? 
we're going to reshape the future, baby. And yeah. you know who's going to lead us? You know who's going to lead us? <laughs> yeah, Let me I'm, tell I'm you curious. who's going to lead us. I'm actually curious. I will tell you right now <laughs> who's going to lead us. Joshua Matthew Sager. And I'll lead you this no, no, I'll lead you this way. F the people. <laughs> no, we're going to end with Joshua Matthew Sager. <laughs> no, I don't want to end like that. <laughs> Pete, you're such an asshole. So, uh, Josh, how you feel? You all right? Did you I, pull a muscle? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I'm a little winded. You're going to, you know, tomorrow you're going to be sore. Oh, really? Sore in the pants. Man, dude, uh, I, think, I think you're going to be hurting. You know, the, it was cool just to kind of speak freely. Because, yeah. I mean, it was weird. To, I'm telling you, there's some weird stuff going in my going on inside of my head, inside my body, where it's just like, I'm well, free. It was, kind of Josh right now. it was kind of Josh unplugged. Yeah, and and <laughs> I, I have a feeling that's going to um, happen a lot more. Unplugged so. and uncensored. So, because you know? that's the thing. I just, I, again, you know, the worst thing that happens is that people just totally don't respect me. Um, I don't know. Well, and, man, and I'm here... fine with that if I'm being truthful. Because no one else knows how I feel. Okay? And if someone is to say the way that I'm feeling is wrong, it's like, you know what? It, it truthfully might be wrong, but no matter what, it's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. So, it could yeah. be the wrong type of feeling, but that's how I feel. That's where I'm at. And I, I don't claim to have everything together. There's a lot for me to learn, but it's how I feel. And that's how yeah. I feel right now. And there's there's ways that I've been treated that I'm like, screw it, I'm done. Okay, let's not get well, heavy again. Well, that's Damn. okay. It was just, it was very validating to read that Barna article and, to, and yeah. you know, thanks to Zeke uh, over at, uh, he's got a new uh, new podcast going God Scrum. God, Godscrum.com Go over He's there taking some time off though. Listen which to the podcast. I love hearing. I don't even know why, but I love, I love hearing uh, that he's taking some but time. But with the holidays coming up, you know, everybody's starting to take some time off. I think everybody's kind of fading on their blogs, you know, not a lot of writing going on and and so, um, you know, if you're out there and you're, you know, you want to catch up to some of the things we've been saying, just go on all these different blogs. Go to our, our site, stupidchurchpeople.com, and you can see a lot of links for all the people that we visit and we think are cool. Uh, we don't have yeah. people on there that we don't think are cool. We only have the people we think are cool. Um, hey, know, I want to plug one guy, Dorsey. I freaking uh -huh. love Dorsey. I, I've learned that Dorsey and I, dude, there's something about the guy that I just feel comfortable around him. Yeah, he's a good guy. So he's uh he's at what what's his blog? <laughs> As he's I just a, wanted not, to say, not my will. Yeah, not my will. Blogspot dot com. Not my will. Blogspot dot com. And great so, guy, yeah, great insight. He's actually, you know, Jeff told me this. His brother told me. He said, you know, Dorsey's the he writes really well, you know, and uh, he said he's actually the one, but he doesn't say a lot all the time. He kind of is more behind the scenes, and I don't know, but he's getting more vocal. He's out there. He's got some good yeah. stuff to say. So yeah, we um, 
yeah, I, I think there's a lot of cool people on our on our site. You should check them out. They've got a lot of good stuff to say. And, um, you know, they're kind of coming along with us, you know, and we're coming along with them. It's not us leading them. I mean, we're all coming along together, and, and uh, they happen, some of them, to find us, and we found them. And, you know, it's great. It's, it's, it's just uh, it's been really encouraging. And so at this Thanksgiving season, Josh and I just want to say happy Thanksgiving, and we are thankful to all of you. I'm sorry. I just had to kiss their ass. So, um, anyway. No, uh, no, dude, seriously? Yeah. I think you should kiss their ass more. <laughs> no, seriously, keep, oh, ooh, keep, do it slower this time. <laughs> no, I am thankful. And, and if, I, if people, you know, like. <laughs> hey, if, look, at, look at you trying to make no, it all serious. No, seriously, like if we were sitting around Thanksgiving table right now, and, and I was asked, you know, what are you thankful for this year? I would say all my all my online friends, and I would sound really <laughs> oh, gay. <you're> geeky. <laughs> all my online friends. See, that's why you can't say that. You got to be like Fifty Cent and be like, all my peeps, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. my bitches. <laughs> right. You know, you just that's how you, that's how you talk, dude. And you sound cool. But it's so the same a- thing. Fifty Cent's up every night. I aming people. It's like bling. Oh, sweet. <laughs> That's how you get the beats. So this week I watched a movie that was uh, I wanted to talk about real quick, and, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. I haven't, you haven't seen it yet, but uh, no. Million Dollar Baby. And uh, a, friend of my, a friend of mine shared that movie with me the other night, and we were sitting there watching it, and, and, and seriously, the movie um, is really depressing. Yeah. I thought, I thought, you know, it won an Oscar. I thought it was one of those inspirational Rocky stories. Uh-huh. And um, I'm just telling you it's not. So if you haven't seen it and you're looking for an inspirational come from behind underdog, um, you know, from behind kind of, I know, got to watch out with them. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if you're looking for that kind of movie, a Rocky kind of movie, don't watch Million Dollar Baby. Because basically at the end, um, I kind of came give into it away. A, I kind of came into it with a melancholy attitude. Because I was kind of feeling down when I started the movie, so I thought, "Oh, cool, a, a, a pick me up." And about halfway through it, things changed in that movie. And by the end of it, I pretty much uh, was ready to slip my wrist. So uh, <laughs> just be ready. Wow, you need to start Josh. calling me more often. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. And then, and then, um, you well, know, Steve... the Narnia's coming out. <laughs> Maybe you I've should heard... bring your church. Yeah, I've heard about that. So I, I know somewhere I'm going to go get some free tickets. And then, um, um, and then I heard about a new Superman's coming out. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be our new message series, actually. Our Savior, our Superman. Yeah. And uh, so I think you can go to Etcetera, uh website, link to there, and you can see the new clip from Superman, and uh, that's kind of uh, disturbing. Dude, this ha- this is going to be the longest podcast to be done in a while. Yeah. Well, you know what. We saw Keith and the girl, and they do what an hour-long podcast. I know, and, and Keith think, is awesome. Well, like I would hang with that guy, even though he's from New York. I hate New yeah. York people. Well, here's the here's I really the, I do. Here's the reason our podcasts haven't been long, is because I've been talking and you haven't really been talking. So now that you're going to be talking, it's going to be twice as long. So in other words, we really need to look into the uh, compressing. <laughs> the files down. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to go over our libs and it's going to cost us more money. Or uh, you more money. Me more money. Yeah. You know what? Um, I'll buy in. I, I keep forgetting. I, I do it all. I do it all for the people. Really? I'm all about the people. Seriously, we just need to give out a little PayPal account, dude. Seriously. 
You think? Sell no. some t-shirts? No, I'm so over that. It's like, screw it. I don't want your money, you assholes. Wait, hold on. That was Josh. Steve wants your money. <laughs> Steve wants your money. No. Um, all right, dude. I think we're done. I. Well, wait. Dude, you're such a little bitch. You have. So, you always have something else to say, you little faggot. Hey, you know what? Josh? What? what? I, wish you, I wish you were here. Really? Mm-hmm. What would you do? What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs>